Welcome to The Business Wave, the Enterprise Europe Network podcast, where you'll learn the best tips and strategies to supercharge your small business. I'm your host, Roxandra Bosilka, and every month we'll talk business with top experts. On today's episode, we'll be diving into an important topic for small business owners, how to get diversity, equity, and inclusion right. DEI can improve employee satisfaction and productivity, attract new customers, and unlock new innovation opportunities. So stay tuned to learn how your small business can make a big impact with DEI. Today we have with us Daniela Harrison, Director at the Africa Center of the IE University in Madrid and co-founder of Africa Communications Week, a global movement that brings together Africa-focused communications professionals. Eniola is also an external communications expert for the European Commission. Hi Eniola and welcome to the show. Tell us a bit about yourself and your journey with DEI. Hi, hello. Thank you, Roxandra. Thank you for having me. I've always been passionate about diversity and equity um, as long as I can actually remember. Um, as you mentioned, I'm uh, I'm the director of the Africa Center at IE University in Madrid. I'm also the co-founder of Africa Communication Week. And over the course of my career, I've taken on roles um, and volunteered in organizations that have really sought to redress issues around diversity, whether they be, um, gen whether it's about gender diversity or socioeconomic or racial diversity. So this is really a huge passion of mine uh, as reflected quite a bit through, through my work. So that's just a little bit of an overview um, about myself. Um, this is, this is really something that I've spent some time um, thinking about, um, working through. Um, it's not a very, very easy topic, um, but I'm also quite excited to see that it's become a topic that's quite mainstream and very critical for um, organizations as they look to, to succeed um, and prepare for the future. Let's break down the, the acronym uh, DI. What are the meanings and implications of, of these terms? That's that's a very 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 good question because I think a lot of times meaning kind of you know gets gets lost for uh, for a lot of people. I mean I think for me diversity is is basically a, about differences that exist uh, between people. So whether it be about race or ethnicity, gender, sexual orientation, socioeconomic status, ability, so neurodiversity, for example. Um, Equity, I think, is about ensuring that everyone has equal opportunity um, to succeed. So one of my favorite, I would say, um, descriptions or the way that I like to think about equity, you know, there was there's this cartoon about people, three people standing, you know, at, um, by a fence and one person is extremely tall and can see over the fence. Uh, and then another person needs a box um, to be able to be at the same level to be able to see over the fence. And so equity is like that, right? So it's removing barriers that prevent people uh, from achieving their full potential and giving extra support, I would say, um, to the people who need it, providing resources for the people who need it the most. And inclusion is about creating a sense of belonging, right? It, within the workplace um, for um, or community, regardless of people's differences. Why do you think that diversity, equity and inclusion are so important for small businesses in particular? I think the biggest importance, I would say, is that it brings, diverse teams bring a variety of perspectives and experiences, right? So this is a proven fact. It's not just, you know, nice talk. So companies and organizations that are diverse, equitable, and inclusive, um, they they bring that 
variety of perspective um, to the table. And so small businesses actually need to invest in DEI, not just because it's a moral imperative or because it's the right thing to do, but actually it's the way that will create success for your business in the future. Um, I think it's also very, very important for increasing your customer base as well. So the EU is home to 125 million people between the ages of 10 and 34. So these are current customers and customers of the future. They are basically Gen Z. And Gen Z are values driven. Diversity, DEI is extremely important to them. If you want to be able to reach these, um, this, this customer base, the customer base of the future as an organization, you need to be thinking about DEI. You need to be inclusive. You need to be welcoming to customers. Um, and in order to be able to attract, uh, this, uh, this customer base. And I would say finally, it's about attracting and retaining talent. Also, again, right, so Gen Z um, and millennials, they are the workforce. They're the current workforce. And this is something that's important to them. And also by creating an inclusive culture, you can attract talent. You can attract different type of talent, um, more diverse, um, talented workforce. Uh, I think organizations that are culturally inclusive are extremely talented and can compete, I would say, with larger organizations for top talent. This is actually a very, very key strategy that can make give competitive advantage to small businesses when they're, when they're having to um, battle for talent um, with big organizations as well. People are definitely at the heart of any organization. So you mentioned the importance of fostering this feeling of belonging. And I was wondering, how can small businesses create a more diverse and inclusive workplace culture? I mean, I think the first question really is to ask yourself why, right? Why am I, why is this a priority for my business? Because I think, you know, like every, I mean, I'm a communication consultant. We always say communication objectives are linked to your organizational objectives. And I think it's the same thing with your DEI strategy. How is it linked to your organizational goals? Because if it's not linked to your organizational goals, then I think it just becomes a bit of a checkbox exercise, you know? And so why is, why does it matter? Is it, maybe it's important to your employees or your internal teams. Maybe it's important to your customers or the community in which you operate. I think that that's um, one of the key, the first questions that you need to ask yourself in order to be able to create, um, you know, a successful DEI strategy. And like every other strategy, I think you have to make it specific and actionable. Uh, you know, what exactly do we want to do? And in order to be able to do that, you need to gather data. I think this is one of the core things. Get feedback from your employees. You ask questions. If, for example, one of your objectives is, okay, you know what? We want to increase, uh, I would say, representation of marginalized groups in our business, right? Then you need to gather data around those demographics. So who do we employ? Who are we retaining? Who are we developing? Uh, what talent do you want to attract? I think those th those are some very, very important questions. And it's not just quantitative, it's also qualitative. How do we foster this sense of belonging? I think you need to ask questions and you need to gauge how your current employees feel. Um, do we have inclusive work culture? Uh, do we create opportunities for marginalized and underrepresented groups to develop and to get to senior management? This is brilliant and so on point because I think there are so many who are concerned that some of these efforts are more about checking a box, as you said, rather than a meaningful commitment to systemic change. 
So it's very important to ask uh, these hard questions to make sure that your efforts are authentic and not just performative. Absolutely. What are some of the common challenges that small businesses may face when implementing these initiatives? And what are some ways they can, they can use to overcome them? I think that, um, I think first of all, so a lot of times it just seems overwhelming. You know, it's where do I start actually, you know, I think that's, I think one of the biggest challenges that a lot of organizations face and small businesses. I mean, I think that if as a small business, if you are committed to, uh, to, to DEI, there are two things. First, I would say is to think about getting training, uh, because and looking, um, externally for support because we don't um, we don't know what we don't know you know I think that's quite important um, to so there are organizations that support diversity equity and um, inclusion efforts to get training for yourself and training for your staff uh, another way actually is to to accept that we all have biases especially when it comes to hiring you know we hire people who look like us who you know talk like us and uh, I think anonymous hiring is one of the ways I think that, you know, organizations can start to tackle this effort to diversify their workplace. Think about a specific role and what are the key performance indicators of the role uh, and then work backwards from that versus, okay, who you think would fit the role. And when you do anonymous hiring, you will see already that you, you, you start to, if you look at two, I mean, there's been lots of surveys done, particularly um, in Belgium recently, where they've shown that um, CVs that have specific names or, you know, specific sounding type of names are hired over other ones that maybe sound, say, um, minority, for example, right? So, th so anonymous hiring is, I think, one of the easiest ways um, um, to start. And then I would say just gather feedback. Once again, talk to communication is key. Talk to your employees um, just to, to see, to gauge where people feel around belonging. What is the current culture of your organization? Do your employees feel that your organization is inclusive? And you might be surprised um, with some of the responses that you get. I was wondering, in order to assess their current status, what would be a good place to start? So, I mean, surveys are always, I mean, in terms of data gathering, right? So I would say surveys are always um, a good way. Simple surveys um, are a good way for you to to start um, in terms of asking questions uh, in terms of how you're performing and also um, think about your various stakeholder groups. So if you're if you if you're focused on your sort of internal stakeholders, then that's where you want to start. Um, you know, start with your senior management teams, um, your management teams, um, and then your um, your employees, where you're asking them questions, um, not just demographic, like I said, but around belonging, right, and around inclusion. One of the things that we did at IE University, for example, um, is we launched at the Africa Center. We launched uh, a study. We got one of our professors who. Um, works in um, in social sciences and uh, behavioral sciences um, to launch a study on belonging, right? Because we have a huge global and diverse uh, community, um, diverse in terms of nationality. But we wanted to, to say, okay, we've got the we've got the diversity in terms of the numbers, but how are our our students and our our faculty actually feeling? Do they actually feel like they belong? Do they feel like this is really an inclusive organization? And we were quite, I mean, it was quite interesting findings um, that we got. But already the fact that we embarked on this journey, asking the students, creating a safe space for the, for the students and the faculty to be able to give us that feedback. And then we use those findings in order to, to be able to draw up our strategy 
going forward? What do we have to do? Where are the areas where we need to improve in creating that sense of belonging? So it's not just about the numbers, but it's also that qualitative data um, to, to understand how people are really feeling. Are you an organization that values and supports diversity in terms of thought, um, in terms of, uh, and rewards also, right? Um, do you reward um, diversity? That's also something um, to think about as well. You're a communications expert. So I'd like to ask you in what ways can small businesses use communications, including their social media, to promote diversity, equity, and inclusion? And maybe what are some potential pitfalls uh, to avoid? As you mentioned earlier, I think this idea around a checkbox exercise, um, I think you need to be, you know, quite, um, I would say thoughtful, right? Um, in the way that you communicate, um, first of all, I think that if you do have a strategy, if you are, if you do have data, if you are working, actively working on DEI, then you're already in a good position to communicate about it. It means you're not communicating fluff, first of all. That's the most, I think, important thing. And I think language is also very important in terms of communication. Obvious, um, we need to use inclusive language. You want to avoid, obviously, using terms or language that may be offensive or exclusionary. And one of the pitfalls I will say here is if you don't have diverse teams, you might not even know what is, you know what I mean? You might not know what is, um, I would say, exclusionary or offensive. So I would say seek uh, consensus, seek advice um, as well um, in terms when, you know, when you're thinking about your language. As I mentioned earlier, it's also important to be transparent, be transparent about your efforts, your goals and your actions and progress made. So this helps to build trust um, and accountability and also, um, you know, with your employees and your stakeholders. As I mentioned, also communicating also your why. We are, we, you know, we're embarking on this strategy. This is the reason why we live in a, an increasingly globalized community, or this is a, an issue that is important to the community in which we operate. It will also help your employees understand the purpose of the organization's efforts and increase your buy-in um, as well. And as I said, um, resources are also, I would say, important um, in terms of help your employees, help your uh, your comms experts, your social media experts, train them in terms of, you know, to help them understand DEI concepts and how they can apply them um, in their work, for example. I think it's so important what you mentioned about being able to communicate the importance of diversity, equity and inclusion, both internally to make sure that all the teams are aligned and understand what the why behind these initiatives, but also externally when communicating to customers or to the wider public. Could you give us some real case examples of effective communications in practice uh, with regard to, to diversity and inclusion? And why were they successful and how can entrepreneurs uh, replicate these practices? I think one of the most successful organizations is actually MasterCard. I know this is a big organization, and um, but they've been extremely successful in communicating their DEI strategy. So first of all, it's quite outlined. Um, and so you, anyone can find, you know, can go online and see what their commitment to DEI is. Uh, they have, um, they've, they have policies that they've implemented. And in terms of the way that they communicate, and that's something that I actually wanted to, um, wanted to add when you're, you're, you're communicating. 
the images that you use, right? So it's not just even the language, but also the images that you use uh, to communicate your efforts shows your commitment, I would say, to DEI as well. So from a strategic perspective, first of all, it's part of their strategy. They have policies, they have implemented them, and they've been actually awarded, um, they've received awards and rankings, top 10 rankings um, in terms of diversity uh, for a long period of time. But also their communication actually reflects that in the images that they use. This is one of the areas. It's also a pet peeve of mine as well, uh, because I find that a lot of images do not actually um, reflect uh, diversity DEI efforts, right? And human beings were visual beings, right? So what we see is very, very important. So this is one of the the, the key areas that I think MasterCard has done quite a very, very good job in terms of their of of communicating through their images and also through the language. Um, um, as I mentioned before, Sodexo actually is also a very good example. Um, they have gender, age, sexual orientation outlined in their hiring strategy. And so you can find that. And they place among top 20 in terms of ranks for global gender equality rankings. So um, women are part of their executive committee, I think 29% um, and 60% of their board of directors. So they have women in senior leadership staff, like at a high numbers. And this is also something that's very, very important. Where in terms of your diversity uh, or your DEI strategy, how does your senior management reflect those efforts? Um, and, and Sodexo is clearly one of those, um, those, one of those examples where this has, um, is reflective in terms of what they do. And so Communication follows naturally, right? Um, they're, they're, they're doing that work and they're communicating about it and they have those rankings as well to support their efforts and give credibility to what they're doing, validity. This is very interesting. And you mentioned MasterCard and Sodexo. And of course, we have major companies such as Apple or Google who have publicly committed to uh, DI statements and initiatives. And about 40% of companies have such a strategy and this number is growing Worldwide. To wrap up, if you were to share just one main takeaway with our audience, what would that be? That's a good question. <laughs> I think humility is extremely important and we all have to realize that we, we all have biases. I think that's something that we don't necessarily, that makes us feel a bit uncomfortable, but it is the truth. Um, we all have biases. And I think that once we recognize that, then we're in, in a good position to start thinking about what we can do to correct some of those biases and to actually take action to create not just organizations, but a community and a world that um, is more diverse and more equitable and promotes inclusion and belonging. So that's what I would say. <laughs> Many thanks again for sharing these great insights, Aniola. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. My pleasure. <laughs> Today, we learned why diversity, equity, and inclusion are all essential aspects for small businesses and how SMEs and startups can incorporate them into their strategies. Make sure to subscribe to the Enterprise Europe Network YouTube channel or to the Business Wave podcast in your favorite app to get new episodes in your feed every month. That's it for today. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Roxandra Vosilka, and I'll see you next time. 